I'm Janessa Durrani, an empowerment coach and the host of A Daily Practice. I work with midlife moms who are lost in motherhood and looking to find their direction, purpose, and fulfilling work for their next chapter. I empower them to dream big, believe in themselves, and show them with clarity what's possible without sacrificing their role as an amazing mom. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20-ish minutes or less, I give you my tips, tricks, hacks, and stories on how to dream big and implement small to bring it all to fruition in your busy life. Happy July, my friends. Our summer is like one third plus over. Oi, oi, my vey. I'm not even sure how this happens, but it happens every year. And I've been saying this all along that we need to really live intentionally in our summers because it's like sands through an hourglass. It slips away. But here we are in July, and with that comes a new theme within the Daily Practice community. That is my online community for midlife moms and a place to build practices for self-care, self-love, passion, purpose, and energy. And I would love, love, love for you to join us there. But each month we pick a new theme. And this month's theme is joy, cultivating simple pleasures. And when we think of summer, if ever there's a time within any given year that we can really kind of tap into that child within us, I think it's summer. It's those memories of ice cream dripping down our hands because we can't lick it fast enough, going on merry-go-rounds, going to the beach, going to the lake, playing with friends till the lights go on in the streets, having an unfettered free space to roam. And all of those little things are simple pleasures that we now can appreciate. Then it was just big, fabulous, amazing experiences. But now we see that those were actually the simplest of things. But those are the things that we want to bring back into our lives. And so this whole idea of joy, and what is it? How do we get it? And what is the difference between joy and happiness? Which is what I want to kind of dig into today, because we cannot really cultivate joy until we know where it is. It's kind of like when you plant a seed and you have to put the the marker into the garden because you know you're going to remember, but you're not going to remember. You're not going to remember where you put that seed unless you've marked it, right? So you can't tend it, put water on it, feed it, and so forth if you don't know where it is. So where is joy? How do we get it? And what is the difference between joy and happiness? If you have not already read the book of joy, which is a conversation over a weekend that was recorded between the Dalai Lama and Reverend Tutu, please, please put it on your summer reading list. It's an easy read. It's conversational. They are both such 
amazing, amazing. Reverend Tutu has since passed, but the, the love that they have for each other, the respect that they have for all humankind. I mean, I'm seriously verklempt and I have goosebumps from head to toe. Please, please. I'm going to share all of the art journaling pages. I did a whole dedicated art journal to the book when I read it of all of my favorite points. And I'm going to continue to share that on my Instagram stories during this month because they are, it's such an, a lovely book. But that was the first time that I really started thinking about what joy is and where it comes from. Because if you know anything about either of their stories, they've had a lot of strife. It has not been easy. I mean, when I say it's like not been easy, it was like catastrophic life events to these two men. And they still smile from ear to ear. And we have so much that we can learn from them. And this is where it comes from. They are in touch with their joy. They cultivate their joy. They tap into their joy. So what is the difference between joy and happiness? Joy, similar to the Pixar movie, Inside Out, Joy is within us. Joy is, I liken it to like this little glowing orb of fabulousness deep inside of us that is just waiting to shine out and through us and beyond us and be shared with others. But if we do not tap into it, it will just stay cloistered within us and not be able to to fill us up, to shine out, because we have to go looking for it on the inside. And so often we are so focused on being happy and happiness comes from things on the outside. And because inner work is hard and sticky and not a clear path and lots of self-reflection and so forth, we so rarely want to go inward. We would rather get our, our dopamine kick, so to speak, from the outside. So joy is in our heart. And happiness is in our face. Joy comes from within us. Happiness happens to us from the outside. We pursue happiness, but we choose joy. Are you starting to see kind of the difference? There's nothing wrong with wanting to be happy. But happiness is fleeting. It's like when I weighed 370 pounds and I would eat something fabulous 
And it would make me so happy for like the the amount of time it took me to eat it. And then it's done. It's over. And in that situation, I was also incredibly remorseful afterwards. So the happiness was even less long-standing for me. That is why we tend to overeat, overdrink, overshop, and think of things negatively because we're always trying to find the thing that will make us happy. When all along, what we have is what we need. This is why everyone says that we should be doing gratitude journals and a gratitude practice and really understanding what it is that we already have and find the beauty in that, right? I say this all the time, you can get a new job, a new partner, a new house, a new lease on life, but you still have to take you with you. And if you are unhappy and thus still seeking out and always thinking that those things are what will finally be the key to make you happy, it's not going to work. You could have five new husbands, six new houses, keep going through new jobs. That isn't going to do it for you. We have to be able to have a lens where we can look at the job that we have, the partner that we have, the house that we have, and so forth, and make the most of it, to see the beauty in it. Years ago, we did a book on tape on one of our road trips, and it was Pollyanna. So if you know the book, I think I liken it very much to Anne of Green Gables, which we have all also read on one of our road trips, which is in these cases, girls who everything is amazing to them. They can take getting ill and turn it around and see what in that was the message and what the beauty of that was and what the opportunities were and so forth. A lot of people are like, oh, don't be so Pollyanna, right? That's kind of a, that's like a dig, like trying to be too optimistic. It's not that. It is not telling someone that they should just cheer up. That's not what it is. It is going within yourself to understand what is it that brings you joy? What is it about your current life that you love? It doesn't mean there isn't room to grow. I mean, I'm all about personal growth, my friends. I'm all about finding the things that aren't working so that we can make them work, right? But joy is what emanates outside of us. Happiness is kind of the sun that comes and goes that's shining on us. Joy is about being alive and being eyes wide open. It's a practice, my friends, and you know I'm all about a practice.
So how we can create a practice of joy. You do you, but here's a few ideas. Always, 100%, every flipping day, I'm going to tell you that you need to get quiet. When we are always looking for something to entertain us and placate us and so forth, that's coming from the outside. And that's keeping us from having our deep thoughts and doing the inner work. And that's because we don't want always to know what we're going to hear. So to create a practice around joy, we need to quiet our minds. And what is that for you? For me, that's meditating and doing my morning pages, walking in nature. For you, that could be a creative practice, baking, gardening, doing other things with your hands. What is it that you can do that will quiet your mind? That's the first thing. We then need to reduce the outside forces, the the influence of others. I don't think there is anything that will suck the joy out of you than comparing yourself to someone else. And not only comparing yourself to someone else in their true state, but comparing yourself to a filtered, propped up, made fabulous post, okay? We need to stay in our own lanes, my friends. We need to not compare ourselves to others. We have cannot be always wanting what everyone else has. That, again, is another form of looking for happiness. Mary's happy, so I want what Mary has. That's not going to do it for you, my friends. Stay in your own lane. And then we do, we absolutely, the third thing is to practice gratitude. And what is that? Is that every night before you go to bed, three things that you're um, grateful for? Is it waking up each day and finding one thing you're grateful for? Is it, for me, one of my ways of kind of looking for joy is taking the photo that I do every day on my walk, of finding that small little thing that amazes me. Or when I go out in the world and I am like not going to go home until I find a heart. These are the joy, this is the awareness that you have to have on the life that you're living right now. We are robbing ourselves of so much true happiness, like from our core joy, by always wanting something that we don't have currently. And sometimes this is from in the past, we had a dream that we had to let go of, but yet we haven't let go of. And so we're holding on to this view of what our life should be, which is not letting us live the life we are meant to have right now. 
So come up with your own joy practice. Where can you fit 10 minutes in your day to quiet your mind, push out all the comparison, and appreciate what you have right now? And little by little by little, picture that little orb within your being. What color is it? How big is it? And every day is just going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger until you are like shining out, shining joy, freaking out of every pore of your body. And then any of the outside forces, you found an awesome restaurant and that pizza is amazing or, oh my gosh, we're going on this trip and so forth. That's gravy, my friends. That's gravy. I'm not saying you shouldn't want and go and find and do fun things and have outside forces. It's when we are only looking to those to fill our cup and the cup is always going to be have a hole in it because we don't have the joy to fill. I would love for you to share with me what your practice will be. I will continue to share with you all the things that I am finding. All in July, I'm going to be looking at what are my simple pleasures and other ways for us to tap into that. And it's all about getting quiet and it's all about raising awareness. I would love, love, love for you to hop into a daily practice, our online community for women. It now has over 120 women from nine countries and 26 states. It is an international group of the most freaking awesome, goal-enabling, middle-life moms that you have ever met. And I would love for you to join us. You're also welcome into our inner circle, which that is a group made up of women who have leveled up on their journey with extra support and accountability and connection. And I just announced we're going on retreat. The Inner Circle is going on retreat September 22nd through the 25th in New England, and I would love for you to join us. In the meantime, I hope you really do continue to lean into your summer.